0: All right, and we're live. Hey, everybody, and welcome to
1: the Multiverse Show, uh, season five, episode five of the Multiverse Show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a cool show lined up for you guys tonight. It's just going to be Sam and I uh, taking you down the the, tr- the road less traveled when it comes to news and going a little more in depth. Um, so, uh, us having a little a lighter crew tonight will be a blessing in disguise. Um, so real quick, we're going to do kind of our introductions and kind of explain what's going on for our international viewers, because we have a pretty good base for that. Uh, first off, we got Mr. Samuel Tolbert from Windows Central and I Amore and the rest of those.
2: Hey, everybody. It is good to be here with my bro. Uh, yeah, we, we got a little bit of news to go over, one or two things. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's just us. But hey, we've we've held down the fort before. We can do it again in a heartbeat. So let's do it.
1: All right and uh i'm anchorman v2 uh heads up just some random personal stuff we're we're gonna go over some of the news and such so first off uh i want to bring up something interesting so uh, for those of you who are trying to um get in contact with me on twitter um i have been suspended off of twitter so uh we'll find out how that goes later so i'm currently on the multiverse show account uh we still have links to that in the description below so no problem there um There's been a lot of stuff going on over the last weekend. Uh, We kind of wanted to bring that up for you guys, too, and kind of explain why people are kind of gone. So, if you do not live in the United States, uh, normally speaking, anything north of uh, North Carolina gets a lot of snow and cold weather during this time of year. Uh, We're having a polar influx of sorts, and so right now, um, Texas is being hit by a blizzard. (laughs) So, that's kind of odd. Uh, so we have fame down in Texas. And so he's pulled down the fort there, trying to make sure everything's okie dokey down there. Um, keeping everybody safe and secure. Now, however, um, because there's a lot of stuff going on uh, normally when that sort of thing happens, um, our friend undead three XVI, Nick normally gets called in for work uh, yeah. to deal with emergencies. So he is also gone. Uh, it's a, a very weird <laughs> group here uh, simply for that reason. So, We got some cool stuff uh, going on. Uh, Oh, I see some people in the chat. I see uh, HTK. Uh, Thank you, sir, for tuning in. And OG Generic, oh my gosh, back from the (laughs) the Minecraft days. I still got that farmhouse, man. Man, this is great. All right, so um, we'll kind of go over some of the stuff that's going on. But first, the question that we ask every single time. What have you been playing, Sam? What's going on?
2: Yeah, so I made my way further into the medium. Uh, I'm actually very surprised that I didn't finish it. So I I feel like I have to be very close, simply due to some things that have happened. Uh, Have you finished it yet, Ivan?
1: I have not finished it yet, no.
2: Okay, okay. I'm going to sometime. (laughs) Sure, sure. I'll say this as carefully as I can then. Have you made it to the wheelchair moment? I'll, I'll put it that way.
1: I don't think it's... I don't think it's been to the wheelchair moment. Um... Okay. I have okay. been to when I tried to find Thomas. I think the second sure. when they, sure. they change when they change the person you're looking for in the day room. Mm-hmm. I think that's as vague as I right. can get. I'm not like super far okay. into it, but you know, I'm
2: gonna get okay, good. all right. I- Okay, I'm I'm a significant distance ahead of you, so uh, I'll say this very carefully. If you are considering starting the game, hold out until the wheelchair moment, and I'm saying that very vaguely, but trust me, when it happens, you will know it. Um, to be blunt, the very the game is very like plotting and very slow until then, and I, I think a little too slow, honestly. But that really picks up the pace, and they kind. of the plot and they say all right no here's what we're going to do and even from that big wham moment onwards it's just the pacing is very increased like i said i think i'm about to finish it based on the achievements based on how long i've been playing and all that so it's good uh it's good the controls are certainly a bit retro (laughs) a little older to say the absolute least but i'm enjoying it overall uh that's pretty much all i've had time to play though unfortunately yeah
0: yeah
1: fair um i've been playing rogue company with uh Dollface.
0: Uh we got, got her on board. Um it is a really fun time, all things considered. Um oh, doll, sorry, yeah, Dollface FX. I'm sorry, for those of you who don't recall. Um so I've been playing
1: Rogue Company for a little bit now. I'm uh, really enjoying it. It it's it's very weird. Um as far it's it's done by High Res, the guys who do smite. Um, I had jumped on board a while ago to play, like, a match or two, but I, it's now out in full force. Today. I've been really enjoying
0: it. It doesn't feel like a free-to-play game. It's really appreciative. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. It's a, th- that's
2: a, uh, you said it's a first-person shooter, or it's third-person?
1: Uh, it's third-person, but, like, it, it feels really clean. Like, it just doesn't... Okay. You know how okay. most of the time when you play like a like a free to play game like it feels like a free to play game for whatever reason? Sure. Like you sure. This does not feel like one. This mm-hmm. one feels like a maybe like a $30 title.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it,
1: it it feels I don't want to say premium but it feels enough. <laughs>
0: nice. nice. So I
1: I don't know how to describe it best. Um I've been playing around with it for a little bit now. Um, I have a couple operators. It, I've really enjoyed my time with it. Um, I will say it's really weird watching all the Dr. Disrespect stuff in it. Like, cause, uh, this is the okay. game that he did a deal with. And so, like, they have, like, a whole level dedicated to him. And it's like...
0: Oh,
2: okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, that that's uh, kind of It's not a bathroom level, is it? No. <laughs> it's a stadium, though. <laughs> so, well, the outside of a stadium.
0: <laughs> so... Yeah, gotcha. it is it's just gotcha. kind of a
1: it's a weird little game. But um yeah, we're going to get back into the medium um a little bit. So, uh we had some really crazy stuff going on over the last week and a half. Um I want to cover some of the little bits and pieces of news. Um Jane's not here tonight. Um so I'll cover I'll take over the movie corner segment. Uh we had some news about HBO Max in particular that I thought was very interesting. Um where they greenlit a couple different shows
0: um that we had not heard about before. So, I'm getting that list pulled up here. Second. No. There we go. Um so one of the things that happened in particular that was also pretty cool
1: uh is not HBO Max related but something else. Uh so they did the announcement for Sonic the
0: Hedgehog 2. Uh that movie will be coming out next year. Um It's like, "Hey, cool." <laughs> Didn't think it wasn't going to happen. So, here we are. I don't think there's any takes we could really have about that, but.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, it, I'll be honest. I still haven't seen the first. I hear it's fine. It's on my list. Like eventually, like it's, it, it's not, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night going, Oh no, I still haven't seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but at the same time I do want to see it eventually. So at yeah, some point it'll know. be
1: on Netflix or something sure. like that. But I'm, yeah. glad
2: it, I'm glad it was a success. I'm, I'm glad it's doing well for them. That's good.
1: Um, there's some news about HBO Max. Um, they have greenlit a couple of shows. Uh, one I think is big to me, at least. Uh, other ones are kind of small. Uh, they're doing an adults only show of a Velma series from, uh, Scooby-Doo. I
0: don't
1: know what it's going to look like, but hey, (laughs) more power to (laughs) you.
0: So go right ahead.
1: Um, other than that, um, I think they greenlit something else. Um, I don't recall what it was. The other thing, though, is they are going to be um, not rebooting, but they're giving two more seasons to clone Hide. Um For those of you that do not know what I'm talking about, because I even brought it up to
0: James in the chat last week, and he was like, I have no idea what this is. <sighs> um, back in the early 2000s, I want to say it was on MTV, there was a show that came out by a lesser-known pair of uh, writer-directors. Uh,
1: Lord and Miller in particular. It just happens to be their first show. Uh, so if you liked um, was it the Lego movie and that kind of writing or uh, End of oh, uh, the Spider-Verse, these are the same people. It's that kind of humor. Um, the premise is really dumb. Uh, it's, the art style is like uh, Total Drama Island. It's pretty much the same artist crew. Like, the designs are very similar to that, but it's in the early 2000s. The premise is a bunch of evil scientists clone a bunch of uh, historical figures, and they uh, are aging them up normally, uh, not, like, enhanced or anything, and they're just...
0: in They're finally old enough to be teenagers. And they're in high school together. That's it. I mean, that, that's literally the entire plot. Um, it is really, really funny. It is
1: really, really dumb, but really, really funny. Uh, I you can watch it on YouTube. Like YouTube doesn't even bother trying to strike it or anything. You can literally watch the entire series. It's like four hours total. Um, you can watch it back to back and just it, it's great. It's really, really funny. Um, I strongly yeah. encourage people to watch it. Um, your- other other than that, not a ton of news. Uh, we did get something interesting about from HBO as well. Uh, we got the casting for Last of Us. Uh, they did, they announced right. last year we're say they're gonna do a show for Last of Us, and they right. announced the right. casting.
2: It was either right before or right after the second game released. I don't remember which one, 2020. It was, was, it was sometime board. during that summer. It was, yeah. Right. It, it was the summer games mess, uh, and that was news. And anyone who was watching us then, you'll remember, and if you haven't, I would actually recommend you pause and go w- listen to this bit right now, <laughs> uh, well, if you're listening later on. We did a fancast episode where we had a full round table discussion of who we thought should play who. Um, so it's interesting seeing some of those slots start to get filled in, so to speak.
0: I don't remember who I picked, but somebody.
2: I remember flatly refusing to pick anyone for Ellie. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't. I I, I said Nikolaj coster waldo for uh, Joel, and I said I don't want to see anyone as like anyone name recognition uh, as Ellie. Yeah. I said let a newcomer come in, do it, do it the Star Wars way. That is the appropriate way. Um, yeah. But yeah, we got those two. We we have those two filled in now. So
1: I can't remember who's playing Ellie. I know what she's from, but I don't remember what okay. her name is. Right. Uh, please tell me Her
2: name you. is Bel- her name is Bella Ramsey, and if the name sounds familiar, it's because she was in Game of Thrones uh season six onwards, season six, seven, and eight as the little lady Mormont of House Mormont. Hmm? Little and, firecracker. Uh, um you You want to discuss that option or just go right into the next. I one? mean,
1: I'm fine with it. I mean, I don't I haven't seen any other range for her, so I really don't have anything to say. <laughs>
2: So. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I uh, Here's where I'm at with it. I, even though there is name recognition from that one particular role, I'm okay because she's still essentially a newcomer. It's not like she's been in a ton of stuff. It's not like she has a ton of recognition. And her role as Lady Mormont was when she was really young. So she's going to grow. You know, the, over the course of a couple of years, she's going to change. She's already probably going to look a little different than she did then. And this is a role that's going to grow over time with multiple seasons. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I'm all right with it. It's fine.
1: All right. And so we'll talk about Joel. Um, probably the safest pick yet. I mean, Pedro Pascal is going to be Joel.
0: Bad. Oh, it's, uh, it's not. Make it bad.
1: I want to say it's not bad that Pedro Pascal got picked. I mean, he fits the role. It adds a little extra flavor to it. He's also really high. I uh, really like What's that? Uh, the Will Ferrell Zoolander thing.
0: He's really hot right now.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. Pascal, so hot right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he's not For sure. Yeah.
1: It's a sa- it's a safe casting. Um Warner Brothers owes him right now uh because they put him in the Wonder Woman movie, which apparently it's just it's terrible. I still haven't watched it. Um I've seen so I, much I backlash it. Out of it. Like I heard his role yeah, is I, good, but the movie's not good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I certainly heard conflicting things. The general consensus was the first was better, but I won't say anything more than that because I just I flat out haven't seen it. So when I've seen it, I'll I'll comment more. Um, but no, like I agree with you. He's probably a bit of a safe pick, more than a bit. But again, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think he's sure. great, and I also think this lets him tap in a bit darker than he has been. Like even even his villain roles, like when he's from what I saw of the trailer and the memes about Wonder Woman uh, 1984. Or like his role in uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Like even when he's played, yeah, yeah. Even when he's played villainous characters, it's been with a flamboyance Mm -hmm. and with like you know a humor, like a haha, like a very very James Bond tone. Really is the way I would put it. And I think you know Joel is anything but. Joel is a very brutal brooding dark man and so getting him to tap into that to tap into that subtle anger that's going to be good i I think that'll pair really well especially if bella ramsey brings some enthusiasm and optimism to the uh to the side of ellie in the duo
1: yep um i will say like i saw some crazy stuff that was like really guys this is what you wanted casting uh, some people were like, oh, Hugh Jackman. I think Hugh Jackman should be no, it. And I'm like,
2: no, Guys, no. come
1: on. Um, I saw one, no. they were like, Viggo Mortensen. And I'm like, guys. No. Viggo was in the Road movie, which was the inspiration for Last of Us. I think it would be a little on the nose We it had to be cast in it, don't you think?
2: <laughs> and, and don't don't get, don't get me started on how Hugh Jackman, you know, was Logan in Logan, yeah. which takes a lot of cues from The Last of Us. Like... You don't want it that on the nose. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's a little much. Um, other than that, I will say, I saw the funniest one to me, personally, was uh, wanting Elliot
0: Page to be Ellie.
2: All right. Yeah, no, that's... Um, for so many for reasons, the, for, no. <laughs> for very clear reasons that I really don't want to get into right now, that ain't going to happen. Oh, very no, clearly. mine has
1: nothing okay. to do with that.
2: No, no, no. Oh no. So, like, my, mine is more. Like it's more than that. It's a lot of reasons. I'm just saying. Like, oh, let's I was not thinking. That.
1: My yeah. my reason number one would be, uh, well, Elliot Page was really pissed off with Sony because they blamed them. They blamed Sony for their inspiration for Elliot Page's look. Well, like, Elliot Page's face looks extremely familiar to Ellie, and uh, yeah. because they were working on Beyond Two Souls. Um, they blamed uh, Sony for taking their likeness without their permission and putting yep. them in a game character. So yeah,
2: and, then, no. and, and the whole drop the lawsuit that happened after the fact with David Cage and all that stuff, and just you no, know, no, very clearly not somewhere to go.
1: Also, um, Elliot Page is thirty-four. Yeah,
2: yeah there's that. <laughs> you too. wanted to there's play a too. thirteen even, to nineteen year old child, right? I mean, I, you've obviously got range in acting and casting but sure not that kind of range. yeah you can't get younger <laughs> unless that. you want to
1: spend a lot of money <laughs> on some cgi
2: yeah no 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 uh having a newcomer or a relative newcomer is is the best thing yeah and so i don't know uh it, it's good like i'm with it i'm rolling with it i'm still holding out at this point these are these are the two that i really care about i want brendan gleason as uh bill from bill's town i want him it's a small role but important one and then also more importantly than that this is the one i am crossing my fingers so hard for it probably won't happen but i really really want it to happen because man it would <laughs> it would be good um and another actor who's really hot right now and getting to expand his role and expanding his stuff i want paul bettany as david mm. The leader of a certain group you encounter in the winter chapter. In case you've played it, um, that, that, that's that's the one I'm, I'm crossing my fingers so hard on Paul Badenius David. I'll probably be disappointed.
1: Yeah, we know how it goes. All right, so uh, next little bit here uh, because it's kind of it wraps up most of our topics for
0: entertainment junk. So uh, next little bit, um, talk about some gaming news. So one thing that's happened, too,
1: uh, I know we talked about this briefly uh, last week, but uh, talking specifically about Microsoft and
0: the ZeniMax deal.
1: Um, so ZeniMax in particular,
0: they are,
1: well, I best with this. Uh, they got acquired by Microsoft while well, they're in the process of being acquired by Microsoft. But one of the big hurdles that everyone was talking about was whether or not the European Union would allow for Microsoft to acquire ZeniMax and not break Monopoly. Um, Sam, I believe you told me like what was it? What was the thing that Google was trying to acquire like a couple years ago? Like, uh, like Fibbit? yeah, yeah. And, like day. how that took eighteen months for that to go through.
2: Uh, something like that. It was sixteen months, eighteen months. I'm trying to remember exactly how long, but the point is that took a very long time to clear. It, it was it was over a year. And, and that's not even a monopoly thing there. Right, no, that's just, it was just a, ca- a a cachet of, oh, how much is this taking out of the industry? I mean, for context, it literally just got approved uh, back in January.
0: Yep. And uh, was it, they're expected to have a decision
1: by, like, what, March 5th, I think is what you said earlier?
2: Yeah, no later than March 5th. That means they might, they might give it l- earlier than that, but they will definitely have a yes or no by March 5th. Which, considering that it was filed at the very end of January, this is going through without issue. There's literally no, no reason that they're not going to just say, oh, yeah, approved. But my, the video game industry is huge, and I don't think people understand just how, A, big it is in terms of the scale and how many different pieces of the pie you've got. And then, B, more importantly than that, how much these regulators don't care. About who's eating who. Um, unless you are a console manufacturer eating another console manufacturer, they're not really going to intervene. Microsoft, and I'm not saying they should. To be clear, I don't think they should. But Microsoft could eat two more publishers after Bethesda, and they wouldn't be on the EU's
0: radar at all. Yeah,
1: I mean, this is a this is a pretty big get. Um, we did talk about how they did the codename Vault for them,
2: which is just kind of funny. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, it, it's a le- It's more of a legal thing than anything else, but it's funny for sure.
1: I will say it is interesting, though, that they went with Vault in particular, just because it's... But it, people think of Bethesda. I never thought that people thought of Bethesda for Fallout in particular. I always thought it was just Elder Scrolls. Like, that was their big game, at least for notoriety's sake. But maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is Fallout now. Maybe that's their leading franchise, at least for the, the game studio side
0: of things. I
2: understand well, it's their most I mean, recent success. To be fair, I mean, a it's been certainly a long time since the last Elder Scrolls. At this point, uh, we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of Skyrim this year. Can you believe that? Uh, right. But, but even more, even more importantly than that, again, remember this is a legal document. It's I um, I don't remember the exact legal term for it. Uh, Richard Hoag, lawyer, had a great video on it, but. It, this name is not going to be public-facing. Oh, People sure. are still going to see Bethesda or ZeniMax. So it's more like a lawyer or whoever filed for Microsoft here had a sense of humor sure. when they were doing
0: it.
1: It's just more of like a, an interesting thing is like, okay, out of all the things to reference, they went with that in
0: particular. Sure, I thought that sure. was a little interesting. Um, other than that, there's not much to talk about like, in an But We do have a bit of a controversy going on um, right. So let's kind of briefly go over some
1: stuff. So uh, first off, I'm going to say trigger warning uh, for those in particular who um, are sensitive to talking about politics or combat or anything Religion like that.
2: Or the yeah. great pumpkin.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's been a little oh, bit of boy, a controversy going had...
2: on. Oh, can, can you hear that? Can you hear that coming through? I heard a little bit, but not much. Yeah, yeah, I got some, I got some fierce thunder here. This is interesting. Yeah, we okay. saw some lightning
1: uh, a couple of minutes ago, but yeah, that's about us here. Uh, both, both of yeah, us are anyway, on the sorry. east coast of the Carolinas. We're we're going through a thunderstorm while Texas is getting a blizzard. So we're t- I'll take the thunderstorm. <laughs> I'm good. All
0: right, so I don't know where to start with this. I guess we'll start with the the gaming side of it and kind
1: of go do a little background side of stuff. So there was a game. Uh I think it got announced to twenty ten, I want to say it originally. I it was gonna be published on oh, oh, Konami. Back than
2: that. Oh boy. It was like two thousand seven. It was seven. it was a while ago, man. Yeah. It was yeah. during
1: the craze of all the modern shooters. Um <laughs> but that, that was kind of for the sure. whole gist of that. It was during that entire craze where everybody was being obsessed with let's make the most modern realistic shooter. You had your modern warfares, you had your battlefields, like that that was the focus for a good
0: long time. Um they had greenlit a game uh, think Konami was going to be the publisher initially. Um, They were going to
1: greenlight this game called Six Days to Fallujah, or Six Days in Fallujah. Now, this is a game that's supposed to take place during the Second Battle of Fallujah, uh, which is in 2004 uh, during the Iraq War. Um, I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, It's a very controversial war. I will say, just to give just going forward, um, it got canned yeah, It got canned in twenty ten by Konami and it's been kinda living in development hell. Um no real update about what it is, what's going on, anything like that. Um we got a trailer, was it last year or was it earlier this year?
0: I think it was earlier this year. Um, uh, where they announced the yeah, game I mean, was coming
2: back. It was it was just just recently. It was just oh, about sorry. a week ago.
0: It feels like it's yeah, been it years.
2: <laughs> no no it was very recent it's only been a few days actually
1: <laughs> yeah um so there this particular game was the main focus of it was it was gonna be in those six days uh of that particular battle, and they were shooting for ultra realism uh that's what they were that's the, what their tagline was they wanted it to be uh about complete like heavy realism focusing on what happened, and they brought like combat veterans in. To kind of like give their their life story about it, but what happened in those in those
0: instances, all that sort of thing. Now, the reason why this particular one is such a concern um, kind of depends on who you ask, <laughs> um, at least in terms of little specifics. Um, the major issue that I see is that we're dealing with a situation where the united states was accused of war crimes which are illegal go figure (laughs) Mm -hmm. and whether or not they were going to portray
1: these war crimes and be on the nose with it and not make it be like oh we're gonna whitewash it to make the united states Mm -hmm.
0: um
1: sam i'm i there's those more recent context in terms of what's going
0: on now since the announcement. I'll let you take over from here a little bit, and I'll we'll go back right. what happened. Detail
2: all right, so yeah, there's, I'm just, okay, there's a lot going on here. I want to be real. There's a lot going on here all around, and I'm not, I'm not a veteran. I, I'm not an Iraqi civilian. Neither is Ivan. Neither of any of us are any of us on the panel, rather, so I just want to set that context in terms of we are all observers. But as an observer, Looking in, the issue to me is—and this is before we get into some actual like some stuff that broke just a couple of hours ago—the issue with this game, more than anything, is not that they're pulling from veterans. That's fine. You can pull from veteran stories. By all means, get the authenticity. But they want to simultaneously make it an authentic experience of what it was like to be on the ground in Fallujah, while also, quote— not trying to make a political commentary, unquote. Now, I do err on the side of sometimes, like, people ask, "What Ubisoft, are your games political? And it's like, guys, that's a dumb question, you know it. It's not a dumb question in this case. And a real war that happened less than two decades ago is by its very nature political. And if you're not going to engage with that, that's a red flag to me. It's not about what you're saying. It's just like, why are you not willing to engage with the context? If you want to give the context of why a U.S. soldier would shoot someone or not shoot someone, and again, I support you telling that story. I liked Modern Warfare 2019. Dealt with controversial material as well. So that's not the issue here. Why are you not willing to de- deal with the context for why they were in there in the first place? Does that make any sense, Ivan? Like that's yes. kind of where I'm at um, in this. It, it feels like you want to, yeah. they want to dodge the question on it, so to speak. And uh, so, so there's that. There, there's that whole thing. And then uh, there was some information—sorry, I'm scrolling a little bit here—where another thing is that they've explicitly said they aren't—and I've kind of touched on this before. They aren't going to talk about or show any of the actions that were deemed controversial in terms of the U.N. designating designating it a war crime. Uh, There were some incendiary attacks, reportedly white phosphorus, things like that, high explosives that were used to flush out uh, insurgents from the bunkers and that sort of thing, but they aren't interested in talking about that, and again, that's my issue here, is that is interesting. If you if you truly want to tell this story, why are you not interested in engaging with that material? Fine. Uh, my Shout out to my buddy, Nick. He couldn't be here, unfortunately, but he absolutely loves the game, so I'm going to have to channel his spirit and channel energy a little bit. I hope deals with it in such a beautiful, way. It won't spoil it in case anyone here who's listening hasn't played that game, but but the way it forces you on when you use these kinds of weapons, when you do this kind of attack, and even then it's still a fictional scenario, but it it dealt with it um, in an intriguing way. So so that's kind of my issue here. Uh, I don't know if you have anything more you want to add on that front either.
1: So this is what I want to talk about, at least in terms of the controversy, but why like, for um, and don't know why this is a controversial battle in particular, um, there's things that would, are around it. We talked about White Phosphorus for a second a little quick. Uh, we actually talked about White Phosphorus last year or the year before. I think it was the year before, because it was Modern Warfare came out.
2: It was 2019, because it, yep. yeah, it was Modern Warfare, yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, they used, they were using White Phosphorus as a killstreak, and everyone was freaking out about right. that. So... I, I pulled. I'll be honest. I pulled up a Wikipedia page because there's quite a few things in particular. I'm going to pick and choose the big ones here. Sure. Um, so the first one in Sorry, particular was that was the use of white phosphorus. Um, white phosphorus uh, was banned by the United States, but I don't know. It was um, not banned by the United States. It was the UN In particular. Um, this it was particular. By the yeah. Yeah. It was banned by the UN. Um there's a couple things with white phosphorus in particular. Uh one is a the, the burning aspect of it. Um it does burn. Uh was it, it burns at a temperature about 2700 degrees roughly. Um it's it's yeah, there's a reason why it's considered just inherently wrong. That you can get involved with and it's it's basically like 30 times more potent than mustard gas. Uh, which was also banned by the UN. <laughs> so it it's really not good. <laughs> it's it's not There's no good way to spin it, and the United States was accused of using the white phosphorus against civilians, um, which the U.S. has vehemently denied. However, they did confirm that it was used as an incendiary weapon against enemy combatants. So to them, them it's basically saying, yeah, we used it, but basically anybody is an enemy combatant. They didn't really care.
2: Exactly. It's a very broad designation Um, in order to skirt around the U.N. U.K. Parham got involved back in the day and all that. Um,
1: other than that, the other big one in particular was um, there was uh, footage back in 2004. Um, I pulled up here. Let's see. It's uh, November 16, 2004. Uh, NBC showed footage of a U.S. Marine killing a wounded Iraqi fighter. Um, in this video, the Marine was uh, was heard saying that the Iraqi was
0: playing possum. And uh, they just, you just shot him.
2: Shouldn't be buffering, but you know, like a, like Ivan said, we are both in the middle of a storm, so go. that could be contributing to whatever is is going I'm on blam- here. I'm blaming
1: it all on David Cage due to the heavy rain.
2: So. Oh yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Get into, as if there weren't other things that. Uh, yep
0: all right right, that's good we're back up all right so going a little forward here
1: for me personally when it comes to politics and video games any form of art is inherently political um Mm -hmm. it's making some sort of statement and politics isn't necessarily about governments and such it's about people and sure if you, anything that's created by people is going to be political in some capacity. Uh, I'm sure someone can say, Ha, look, I got a canvas with just plain red on it. You can't say that's political. I mean, we can make it political if you want, we can try. <laughs> but I mean, the, the thing there's always some motivation behind why someone's doing something. And there may not be like these broad sweeping, like world changing sentiments, sure. But I think anything is inherently mm-hmm. political. So I think if you're trying to say, yeah, we're just trying to make a game and not make it political, that's a very hard thing to believe on my part.
2: Especially Um, when the second half of your statement, or the greater part even, is about we want it to be as authentic as possible and we want to tell the story of the people who are on the ground. I'm all for that, but pick one. You can't have it both ways. That's Not from where I am as an outsider sitting.
1: I think what they're trying to do is do what they did with World War II, where it was hey, hey, look, this was detached. This was an event that happened. Um, you can play a World War II game and not think about the politics behind it now. Like, you, you can if you want, but they're not beating you over the head with the politics anymore. They just aren't. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, like, a situation
0: like... Um, the battlefield five where it was like hey we just want world war ii shooter
1: like it's <laughs> not it, i never felt like they delved into any real topics or like here's what this battle did in terms of the pol- the political ramifications and all that kind of stuff is like hey you want to play a girl who's a spy who also sneaks in and does cross-country skiing and snipes people cool <laughs> Here's something that's kind of based right, on an event yeah. <laughs> that happened. We just want cool set pieces. Right. I feel like exactly. that's what these developers want to do now, where it's like, hey, people want a modern shooter, right? <laughs> we but we it, hit, it, here's a bloody should, battle.
2: <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I agree with you, but the problem is, it should go without saying, there's a bit of a time gap difference here. It's just yeah. not easy. To, you can't. Com- you can't. You can't compartmentalize it the same way it's not going to work the same way you have to engage with the material or you have to go not at all that's just the way I see it those are your only two options
1: yeah and I will say like I've been I've said this before and I'll say it again I've wanted another modern shooter but I don't want like Battlefield 6 I don't really care about like a heavy narrative driven kind of thing like Mm -hmm. I just don't care about that much like, yeah I do I want a modern shooter yeah because I want to do my i want to pretend I'm going to be a soldier, which I'll never be <laughs> so i it, it's
0: it's different as well when it's fictional it it is different um mm-hmm. it's hard,
1: especially because if you think of it this way, the people who survived that battle are like in their upper thirties and forties. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. And that's a good chunk of your base there, who also plays those types of games. Exactly. exactly. It's not like it's a. It's not like uh-huh. it was like. I think it's also one of the reason why we get away with like you know World War Two shooter games, whereas the people who survived World War Two, are
2: probably not playing any video games right now.
0: <laughs> so it's just you not. You
2: can count them on one or two hands for sure. If they if they are. Yeah. Like it's it's just not the same thing. <laughs>
1: it's just not in that age bracket that they're, they're trying to shoot for. So that that's just a weird little scenario for them. And I don't know what is the right course of action for them. Um, do I think they should make it political? I mean, if they got, if you got something to say, go and say it. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, the, right. there's a, there's a reason you chose this particular setting. Like not just like, Hey, we're making a modern military shooter. You chose this particular battle for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: could it be a surprise?
0: I don't know. I wish it was a surprise, sure. But, I mean, there's not much you can really say, beyond. But, Sam, what's your take yeah, on this? No.
2: Uh, my my take is uh having said all that, I will now leave it to other people who are more experienced to actually, you know, who may have even been there or who have been affected by it or who lost loved ones there or to them. Talk about it from here on out. Maybe the game will be a big surprise good way i'm really doubtful yep.
0: all right um so we also have one little piece of uh
1: gaming news as well uh, unless sam wants to add something else onto the show because we got a little bit of time to work with um so this is one um we got savages fairly recently actually um we have a leaked poster and name for rainbow six Quarantine. A little bit of backstory, because this has been a very long time. Uh, Back in 2018, I want to say, originally, um, they had kind of teased about making a mode, or like a story kind of mode for Rainbow Six Siege, um, that kind of got expanded into a separate game, or just expansion on the game. It's it's been all over the place. I didn't know specifically what it was. Um, It was called Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, It was supposed originally, I think it was supposed to come out around the same time they introduced Lion and Finca. Um, Because they they were dressed up in hazmat suits. That's when I first heard about it. Um, So they were supposed to be doing that. Um, It got delayed indefinitely. Uh, Recently, uh, I believe it was Ubisoft's earnings call, they said they weren't going to be doing that, that, that game, Quarantine, wasn't dead, and we'd be hearing about it in the next year or so. But specifically with them that they were not going to be it wasn't gonna be called quarantine anymore, and they were gonna pick a new name for it. We do have that name, at least not officially confirmed, but fairly likely because they got actual art for it, uh we call Rainbow Six Parasite. Um which yeah. sounds okay, I guess. Doesn't remind you of quarantine, so
2: hey, that's cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, it it would have been funny for them to double back on it the other way, right? And just go, "Hey, Rainbow Six, lockdown." <laughs> um, yeah. Oh god, that's a terrible joke. But like, it, Parasite's fine. It, it's an okay name. I think it's more important at this point for them to just re-reveal the game and actually show it off. And because this this thing has been delayed, like it's not Skull and Bones level. But it's up there. Like, it is one of those games that just keeps on getting pushed back and keeps on getting pushed back. So that's the more important thing, is I think they just need to actually show the game in depth.
0: Yep. So, um, other than that, is
1: there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap things up here? Oh, it was a fairly short Um, show.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a very small thing overall, but it is worth noting. And that is that Metro Exodus is getting a free next-gen upgrade on, uh, you know, the Xbox Series consoles and PS5, and it's going to be targeting 4K 60 on the Series X and PS5, uh, 1080 60 on the Series S. It adds a field of view slider, ray tracing, you know, faster loading time, all that sort of good stuff. So if you somehow missed out on Metro Exodus, please take advantage of that when this free up- upgrade drops. It is a brilliant game, and uh, more. People need to play it. 4A games just ah, they make fantastic stuff.
1: I've intentionally held out on playing this long. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even like
0: really far into the game.
1: I've been holding off. I'm like, you know what? I I just I just can't wait. I I know it was it came out in 2019. I was like, you know what? I gotta wait for wait for the update. I will wait for next gen. I, I need the update for next gen now so I can play it finally and enjoy it. Because I, I Sam remembers this too. Because when that game came out, I was a, I was on like a crane and I just kept staring at the textures. They were so crisp and clean. I was like, "This looks good." Yep, <laughs> like, I remember. I remember. <laughs> I was just completely enamored by it. It was
0: great, and I just can't wait to see what they do with more, more power, more similar so like that feel of the View of a Slider. That'd be great. All
1: right, so uh, we'll do our wrap ups here. Oh, I didn't tell you guys why. Oh, what right, second?
0: A minute. Yeah, everything good. Yep. Yeah, sorry, cooking dinner.
2: <laughs> so, okay. all right, no worries, no worries.
1: So, uh, for those of you that don't that do know already, um, like I said, I got I spent it off of Twitter. Um, I so I'm currently on the multiverse show twitter account uh working up engagement doing that sort of thing so if you guys want to get in contact with me you can get contact with me there uh we have heard some details in terms of what's going on there um i will give a heads up because i'm not the only one that got hit uh I talked to like i said Hoaglaw and a couple other people brought this up as well uh what is currently going on is that twitter has well they've accumulated a lot of dmca claims Um, So every so often, I personally will put up, like, a 30-second clip of something, like, I think it's relevant to whatever we're talking about now. Or there will be a, um, I'll record a video and there's music in the background. Stuff like that. I'll put it on Twitter. Um, What's happening, though, is that Twitter, basically over the last year, has been waiting and just holding on to uh, claims that were made, at least for DMCA takedowns. Um, They do this in bulk. And so all of a sudden, all these claims came in and started getting work done in January. So what's happening is that if you've had a couple and they haven't told you about them, everyone's getting hit all at once this year. So people's accounts are getting suspended. Um, Just as a heads up, what you can do to fight fight this sort of thing is you can copy-paste the link, whenever they send it to you, and file a counter notice, and they have up to 10 days to do something about it, or drop or drop it. If they drop it, you're good, you're good to go. I'm um, currently like one week into waiting, so waiting to see what happens um, the next week. We'll keep you guys posted. Um, but be on the lookout. Don't post videos in the meantime until Twitter gets this worked out. So, I'm not the only one this has happened to.
0: Yep. So,
1: alright. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the show. We really do appreciate it. We'll do our outros in a second. Uh, we got, got a lot of support here, uh, especially the Gamer United, it's like Gamer United Guild, uh, pushing us uh, further into a good watch territory for this evening. Uh, thank you guys for showing support of the show. Um, we'll be on Xbox, PlayStation, and everything else in existence. Um, stay work good people find you, sir. Do you have any recommendations for the next week?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Samuel Talbert. That's T-O-L-B-E-R-T. You can also find everything I'm writing over on Windows Central and its sister sites. And any good recommendations, any good recommendations right now. Um, the original Resident Evil is actually free on Games with Gold. That's a rare good title for Games with Gold. Go grab it if you haven't already. Nice. Like, that is a really good free game
1: um i'm anchorman v2 you can find me on multiverse show on twitter and anchorman v2 and everything else um also heads up uh my recommendation for the evening is dollface fx and i we watched earwig and the witch on hbo max uh it's a studio ghibli film it's really good um very very fun time but the claim to fame for this one is that it's probably i think it's their first computer an- or the- it's the first CGI film in the Studio Ghibli style and it looks really good <laughs> like, it looks like animation, they keep that style almost exactly, but it is in th- uh, CGI it's really, really good um,
2: nice. I will
1: say the last the only thing I don't like about it and other people have put this in, 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 too. I don't know DJ Storm again put this out on Twitter as well, we totally agree um, the ending is really, really rushed like the last act is like three minutes long. Um, it's it's very wow. very rushed at the end and doesn't feel very satisfying. So it feels like a, a prologue and you don't really get any real conclusion. And it's like, dang it. <laughs> so that kind of stinks. Um, but other than that, yeah. it's a it's a good movie. I really appreciate. I really liked it. Um, I know Lupin loop in
0: the third. they're doing a reboot for that in the CGI, and it looks also really good, but this is the first one that really. So that's my suggestion. All right,
1: uh, thank you guys for t- showing up to Multiverse show season five episode five. Uh, be sure to turn sorry, tune in next week. Uh, we got demigod reviews coming on the show next week, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully uh, Blizz- uh, Texas and the rest of them will dig themselves out and be able to turn up for
0: the show. But uh, thank you guys for showing up. We do appreciate it and your support every single week. Again, this is multiple.